welcome to episode 102 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jam and Janelle. And we are back from spring break. It's been a little it's been a little minute since last we spoke. We like to vacation in full force. Yeah. And boy, did we ever. Yes, we did. We're gonna, that's going to be it for a later talk, well, except for the first tidbit. Yeah, we'll do a tidbit. That's good. And then we'll go to Vacation Pants to talk about the vacation itself. Exactly. I like it. All right, well, let's get right to the tidbit. It's time for fights. So, we... Went on spring break. That's why it's been a minute. And um, we decided to visit a hole visible from space. That's right. The Grand Canyon. It's kind of a boring name for such an amazing thing. I think it's just because, like, the word grand is, like, has been overused to the point of we don't, like, think of what it actually means anymore. The amazing, the fantabulous canyon. I mean, sure. The magnificent canyon. It's know. a big canyon. Well, I have been to the Grand Canyon. This was my third time, but my first time going with Instagram being a really huge thing. And I will tell you, Instagram people are irritating. <laughs> I would say one step further, they're irritating and insane. Yeah, and completely unsafe. Like, the thing people, the things people do to get an Instagram picture is, it's horrible. Because, you know, if you've never been to the Grand Canyon, there are literally thousand foot cliffs straight down. With no barrier. With no barrier in several parts. So you have to stay, you should stay on the path. Because the canyon walls and cliffs are not super secure. No. And they do have some barriers right around, like, where you can pull up a car and there's a viewpoint. They'll put some barriers there. But even there, they're, people are climbing little, over barriers, Like, you're, you're, you're not going to want to lean against those barriers. They're not, like, for the faint of heart. No. Like, there's a lot of people that wouldn't. Like, they've been there since the early 1900s. <laughs> But yet people were even climbing past those mm-hmm. to get a picture to post on the internet. And it's so like, I mean, I realize that you post pictures on Instagram and I take pictures of you sometimes yes. and you do poses and stuff. But this is like next level. Like there's a wife. She's got her husband over there taking pictures. She climbs out on a rock balanced on the mm-hmm. edge of a cliff a thousand feet down and like. is Backing the- backwards, not looking where they're going. And, so and- they could just fall off the cliff. And the crazy part is, I got pictures of you that are every bit as good, and of us as a family, yes. every bit as good and Check dramatic. Check them out at, at my vacation pants. But we didn't need to go by the cliff. Like, it's it's called perspective. Yes. You know, it's like when they make real, like, movies and... Special effects. People get shot, they're not really dead, you know? Like, use, the, use your camera, man. Well... There was no way our kids were going over the edge. They were very safe. Yeah. They would walk on the inner path because they didn't want to get 
even within like six feet of the edge. But uh, one family, we stopped at a little place to have a snack and do our junior ranger book. And one family um, comes up to take a picture, uh, has like a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Not holding their hands. Not holding their hands ever. Never touch their hands. He goes, I want to get a picture. Like... And tells them to go stand over by the edge. Tells them to go stand over by the edge. And there's like a pole there, but it's open. Well, there's there's horizontal horizontal bars. bars. But they're probably like a foot and a half, two feet in between each. So it's enough that like an adult could go over and lean on it to look over. But a kid could easily just fall between them. Slip right between. Like very wide gaps. So... Like, Phil's looking at me and, like, looking at them and looking at me. The little girl, he's, like, taking a fashion model show photo shoot of them. Like, he won't stop. Well, and first, the, like, older kid, like, four years old, starts climbing up the, the fence. Rail. The Oh, my gosh. And it was just sheer cliff. There was, like, was probably about was, an 800 like, right foot drop at this point. on the edge. And then the little girl, like, sticks her bottom through, like, is hanging her bottom through with her hands, like, on the bars, like, barely, like, dangling. And that's when I had to yell. Yes, you did. (laughs) And I said, she's going to fall through. And what did the dad do? Ignored you. Completely ignored me. I thought we were going to watch a child fall to their death. I said, oh, my gosh. And the dad, like, totally dismissing, didn't even look in my direction. I know he heard me. He went up to his wife. They whispered something together. But I'm like, super nice. Super nice. Yeah. Super nice parenting win there. But, like. And we came to find out after we came back from the mm-hmm. trip that three people died in the Grand three Canyon. Three people died the week we were there. And it's because they're all just. Maniacs. Mm-hmm. No one's following. I mean, there are people, obviously, but many people are completely disregarding common sense, let alone, like, signs and safety. And they, even if they're like, oh, man, people are dying, we got to put up more fences. They can't put a fence around the whole thing. No. So people will find a way to fall off. You have, like, just use common sense. That's all people need to do. And it may, it takes away from everybody's experience when you're doing stuff like that. Well, plus, like, I really didn't want our kids to see someone fall to their death. No, no thank you. And, you know, it's one thing to tell the kids, like, you're fine. Like, we're walking over here. We're safe. You know, if I was to trip right now, there's ten feet between mm-hmm. me and, you know, the nearest thing. But not the person That's the closest we the ever edge, got, you know. Because there were hundreds of them. Yeah. Standing. I mean, like, I just, ugh. But once we, like, walked down the path. Away from everybody, it was, like, amazing and thrilling and beautiful. Yeah, because there's right where the turnouts are that people can pull up to and walk out of their car and look out and then get back in the car. Hundreds of people. You know, the tour buses I was, out like, there. ready to leave because we started at the visitor center and I was like, this hundreds is not even fun. But then we started walking along the rim trail. And we did, like, about a two, two and a half mile, something like that yeah. walk. And probably... 200 yards away <laughs> yeah. from the, the last far. turnout, there's nobody. We had the whole trail to ourselves, even though it was completely packed everywhere else. So then we enjoyed it a lot more. 
And then we hiked a little bit down into the canyon and we're like, okay, we're done. People are it's just crazy. It's crazy. Like one lady, this has to do with fights too, is like you stay to the right of the trail. Right. And if it's narrow, you like let the person that has the right of the way go, the person at the right of the trail, and then you go. Um, this one lady, I was on the right hand side of the trail. She didn't want to get her feet muddy, her flip-flops or whatever she was wearing. And she just stands there. And I'm like... It was like the north-going Zacks and the south-going Zacks. I have the right of way. This is the right side of the trail. And she's like... (sighs) And like pushes past me. Like pushes me into the wall. (laughs) Well, I wasn't actually there for that. Because Luke and I walked down a little bit past you guys. But People. I couldn't handle it. And again, if it was just us on the trail, yeah, it would have been fine. Said, but like, so much dumb because that trail that happening. goes down into there, like up above on the rim trail, there's like a ten foot wide paved trail, and then there's another like ten feet until the edge. So even if right. you're walking on the very edge of the trail, you're ten feet. This trail, there's probably about a ten foot wide trail, and then it's a sheer drop right, right. there. Like that's it. There's a cliff on I one side. I wouldn't say it was 10 feet wide. I don't know, 8 it feet was maybe. small. <laughs> it was definitely... And then like mules go down. Yeah, we didn't cross any mules paths. Although, we did read. Because I've always wanted to take a mule down to the Grand Canyon. Phil said I would never trust a mule to take me down nope. the Grand Canyon. But what did you learn on the... the... There have been no deaths... As a result of the mules, not directly. In no in falling like depths. Some mules over have fallen years, off, right? But the people didn't die. Yeah, but I'm scared to go on a mule on flat ground, let alone going down those cliffs. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Well, I don't know if I could walk twelve miles up, but I know I could ride a mule twelve miles up. I'll hike down there with you. Can you just walk behind my no, mule? Absolutely. Walk not. in front of my mule? Absolutely not. <laughs> no mule is going to carry my family down that trail. All right. Our legs will carry our bodies down if that's what you want to do. I'll be happy to do that. Although I want to do it at a time when there's nobody else there because, oh. Again, though, I bet once you get down a little past where all the oh, Instagrammers yeah. are, it would have been Just fine. Just get down past the Instagrammers. That's the that's the rule. But anyways, we've spent 11 minutes on our opening seggy. It was so, traumatic, though. It was. So, it was gorgeous. So I absolutely love the Grand Canyon. It is. It is beautiful and amazing, but just kind of stay off the beaten path. Yeah. I mean, stay on the path. Right. Just stay, stay off, off the, the, commonly the commonly visited path. path. Yes. yes. Okay, it's time for the news. And now the news. So please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Um, it really helps us climb the charts and other people find out about our show and listen to us. Even better, give us a share, like, on Facebook or whatever your preferred social media is. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, tell your friends or family or whatever. Uh, also, if you guys would like to write in and have your voice heard on the show, write us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. We got uh, some good listener mail this week, so yes, we'll be we did. reading that. 
good because I'm right. We're on Instagram at Mandarian Orange Show, Twitter at Mandarian Orange, and of course, follow our Facebook page and join our group. The group. To have some uh, fun stuff. Share some things in there. Post a funny meme. Funny memes just crack me up. Or, or a clever video. I love it when I wake up in the morning and I see a funny meme. That's the best. And then I have to Facebook message it to you. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, we talk about the memes we saw throughout the day. <laughs> I want to go, did you see this meme? Like the meme. one right now is the one about Game of Thrones. That's going around. Tell us what that meme is. It says something like, I'm sure a character from Game of Thrones... <laughs> And she's making, like, an exasperated face, and it says, next week is the time when people don't watch Game of Thrones. Tell everybody they don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> and that's me, because I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's too this violent. Be, this could be a new segment where Janelle describes a <laughs> meme without looking at it for a direct reference. Uh, I like that. Meme-alicious. So, uh, a couple things in news. For one, um, I, we've mentioned this, and I don't have this written down. I know, I'm going, I'm going solo here. You are. But uh, we, I, I have brought back along with a co-host, my other show, um, Alex B. Keaton is My Friend, where we talk about family ties. And you guys should listen to that, alexbkeatonismyfriend.com. I always can, watch the epi before they record. Which is good. So I'm definitely part of it. It's on Amazon Prime. You watch the episode and listen to us talk about it. Uh, with my Watch friend. along with them. Yes. And my friend Keith is now my permanent co-host on that show. And so you should check that out. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, it's another easy way to do it. And I always post links to the shows there. And I have a hair on my tongue. Ugh. And it's growth. Mm, is it like your mustache hair? Yes, maybe. I mean, it's not attached to me, but it might have come from there originally. For somebody who, like, gets grossed out by hair, you have a lot of hair right around your mouth. Yeah, but it's attached. I don't mind hair that's attached. My it's, hair doesn't stay it's attached. It's once it's separated, then all of a sudden I'm just <laughs> then like... Then it's gross. Yeah. Okay, so there's some other exciting news. Yeah, so I think finally I'm at the point where I'm allowed to announce this here. I mean, you were formally offered. Yes, uh, I'm starting a new job. What? Stay-at-home dad, Phil? I'll still be stay-at-home dad. It's a very, very part-time <laughs> job. Um, but it is a you know actual recurring job with... Regular like paycheck. Like a regular pay. Um, yeah, but I'm actually starting a new job at our church. Um, as, well, it's so new, I haven't actually signed the paperwork. Although by the time this airs... You will have. I will have. So if for some reason I don't finish the paperwork or something falls through at the last <laughs> minute, which I highly doubt, I will edit this out and then you'll never have known <laughs> I said it. Uh, but yes, I mean, it's all, it's all set. I'm... Uh, gonna be, see, I don't even know the name of the position for sure. It may be like family, family director, director, family ministry director, children, something, but basically I'm taking over from, from, uh, the nursery on up through high school. Yep. (laughs) Which is a pretty broad range. Um, You go to a small church. It is a small church. So at the moment, you know, it's it's not as overwhelming as it might seem. But you're going to help that grow. So, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be small for long. It's going to be, you know, we're going to be growing and stuff. Because 
It's going to be great. I'll be stepping into a well-oiled machine in the younger grades, but mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be helping to start the uh, upper grades, junior high and high school, from scratch. It's you know they've yeah. again been small enough; they haven't you know had much Needed of a need it. for it. So, um, so it's exciting. I'll be uh, helping out, uh, which is good because. I do have experience with the older kids, um, and I have less experience with the younger kids. But you have me. I do, and I've done things throughout the years, but um, it's nice that that part is already going, so I don't have to, like, create that from scratch. Yeah. Um, and I can kind of just step in and help to continue that along. So. There you go. Anyway, it's exciting, and um, I'm sure you'll be hearing more tales of that um, in the future. So... Yeah, pretty cool. Congratulations, husband. Thanks, thanks. I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked on it. I think mm. it's gonna be good. I'm stoked for you. This is definitely a gift of yours, and I'm looking forward to seeing you open it. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Did you like my imagery? Yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> so I mean. We've done a lot of stuff vacation-related since uh, before, but we're not going to talk about that until we get to Vacation Pants. Yes. So I think that's all of our, like, news news, right? I'm sure there's some we're forgetting, but... Well, I mean, we don't have to tell everyone everything we did. I mean, I don't have to tell you my list, my to-do list. No, I mean, that's not... You know, I, I called and took care of some errand things today on the phone. They don't need to know all those things. Yeah. That we don't have a doctor anymore. Yeah. You know, all kinds of exciting stuff. <laughs> Our doctor, like, disappeared. He's, like, nowhere to be found. That's weird. And he's, like, the best doctor. Not, like, I don't think he's dead. I just think something happened. I don't know. Yeah. And so now there's a new doctor taking over the practice, but we don't know if we should go to them. Luke, yeah, Luke, speaking of doctors, went to the eye doctor, and Luke has to get glasses. And he looks so cute. He does. We were on our spring break, and I think we went to, like, a restaurant where there was a menu up on a board, you know? And we're like, well, which thing do you want, Luke? And he's like, I can't read that. And we're like, <laughs> oh, like no. Too. You should be able to read that, because I wasn't even wearing my glasses, and I could read and it. And last year, same time, it's didn't totally need the yeah. glasses. So. so, gross. What about the fact that... I went to urgent care, and the insurance said that they are going to deny it. Yeah, you got to call on that. And I went to urgent care at our medical group, and they denied it. Well, it's because you weren't sick enough or something? I don't think that's how it worked. Anyways, that's the boring stuff. Yeah. That, like, is stressing me out because I you don't do ever some, get it done. You have some phone calls to make. I have some phone calls to make. I have, like, six phone calls to make. Six During, phone calls. During, like, times where I'm working. Crazy. Oof. All right. Well, we just told them all the things we said we weren't going <laughs> to tell them. So, I think it's time to move along to our next segment, which is listener mail. You got mail. Well, last time we recorded, we were discussing, I don't even remember exactly the context, but we were talking about rocket ships. Oh, I just do Tano. We were talking about Dinosaur Park. Right, and how they used to have a rocket ship there, three-story one, to the best of my knowledge, mm-hmm. my memory. And I told you about the four-level rocket ship at my park in Torrance, and you didn't believe me. I thought you were just blowing smoke. <laughs> but then we got this listener mail. Well, actually, we got three listener mails. <laughs> so the first one, the subject was high. 
And it says, I sure do love your... And then it's dot, dot, dot. Little ellipses there. That was it. What? Very mysterious. I don't know. Very mysterious. I would have thought it was like just cut off. Except that it had the ellipses there. So I don't know. The ellipses is intentional. And that was from Bill and Janine Fuller. Okay. And we got another one from Bill and Janine Fuller. And this one is titled Four Four Level Level Rocket. Rocket. It says, I can confirm that there was a four-level rocket at Anza Elementary, LOL. Also from Bill and Janine Fuller. Well, there you go. And then the third one was a picture. Photographic proof. Yes. Now, Janelle and I did some additional research. Tell them what we found out here. So, the four-level rocket is no longer at the Anza Elementary Park called Paradise Park. Um... We but we found there are pictures. pictures of where it used to be there. There are pictures of where it used to be. They they replaced it with a more modern playground. But there are two different parks in Torrance that have four level rocket ships. That are still there. That are still there. And like one of them we know is even preserved. Yeah, like, the one at Los Arbolis, it's still it's called the Rocket Ship Park now. And it was made like a historic structure or whatever. So, we're going to do a little rocket ship trip. See, I remember playgrounds all over having rocket ships mm-hmm. when we were kids. So, But all three of those ones were four levels. And I don't remember four level ones. Yeah. I know for sure that there were three level ones in some of the playgrounds. And then, like that one we went to last summer in Montana had a two level one. Yeah. So, there was obviously different, you know, different probably price points that the right. playgrounds would pay. But you, Torrance, I guess, Ritzy down there, you guys had three, at least three, four-level rockets. Four-level rockets. So, very good. Thank you to Bill and Janine Fuller for sending in that proof. There you go. And I guess with that, I have to admit that you were right. Oh, that rarely happens. I know. So, very nice. I, I just did not think it was real. Mm-hmm. Cause it's kind of crazy. Like they're really tall. Yeah, but they're like fully enclosed. Kind of. Better than the Grand Canyon. Better than the Grand Canyon. <laughs> well, that's not a very high bar. <laughs> Actually, it was a pretty high bar. Um, <laughs> literally. <laughs> All right. Next, we're gonna do my vacation pants, or is it just vacation pants? What Both. do you say? Put on your vacation pants. Let me <laughs> vacation, vacation pants. Put on your vacation pants. Well, we did it, guys. We did an epic road trip for spring break. And Phil's 40th birthday trip he's been it wanting was. to do. Well, last year when Janelle turned 40, since she's older than me. She- we went to Hawaii. Well, that's oh, what we I'm did, sorry. but that's not what you chose. We were actually in Hawaii <laughs> that's on your what we birthday. Did for spring break. But that wasn't even what you chose. No, we, went we weren't. For summer. We went to Hawaii for spring break. Right. That was for our anniversary. And then right. The oh yeah, right, right, right. For summer, and we went to Prince Edward Island. That's what you said you wanted. For me, I have always wanted to go to Carlsbad Caverns, and because he's a spelunker, I love speleology. I love caves and. Visit them every chance we get to on whatever trip we do. And uh, I've never been to Carlsbad, which is, like, just epic. Mm-hmm. And it 
was everything I had ever hoped it was and, like, times a million. Like, yeah. it was incredible. Just mind-blowing. Yeah. I can't believe I've never been there before. Are we going to just jump right to Carlsbad? Or well, I'm just saying wanna, like, that was the impetus for this particular trip we did. Like, True. That was, that's how we decided this route. So then... And then we saw the viral video. Well, yeah, and we'd already kind of heard about uh, Meow Wolf. And so then we decided, well, we can combine those two. They're kind of close. And that's how we structured our trip. Well, and also the treasure. And the treasure, yes. All these. Well, these things all fell into place. <laughs> so we'll go like a little bit in order. We started out, you had a school conference. I was. I put that in um, teacher talk. Okay. Well, how long of the show do you want to have here? <laughs> I don't really. Maybe we should combine them. Well, we could talk about that. All I'm saying is you were at a conference. We'll talk about details of the conference later. Okay. But we used that as a springboard to begin our trip because that was out in Palm Springs. We rented a minivan. And first of all, we went to go get this minivan and I had all my, the CDs planned out for the trip, right? One of the things that Janelle came up with a few years ago, which is a really good thing for music selection, is I pick one CD per year um, you know, for, that it was released. Um, and I try to go back as far as I can that I own for my thing. So I've gone back as far as like 1968, you know, and obviously the CD that I would have is not like, it wasn't a CD then, but you know, a re-release of something that came out that year. I can't believe, um, I thought of this amazing idea. Now I've run out, I've done this a few times and I have like a little spreadsheet that shows each trip that we've done. I did not tell him he needed to do a spreadsheet. <laughs> he took it to the next Well, because that way I don't repeat, you know, because oh, if I brought God one from 1968, that. I don't want to bring the same one the <laughs> oh next time. Oh my gosh, that would be ridiculous. But then the other rule is that I only am allowed to have one CD per artist. So like, I've got a His ton. Role. I've got a ton Not of mine. CDs from Starflower 59, but on each trip, I'm only allowed to bring one of their CDs. I can bring a different one for the next trip from a different year. But, right. right. Uh, unless the only option I have, you know, because there's a couple. Like, there's a loophole. In the 80s, there's a couple of spots where I have multiple that I had to bring a couple repeats, right? Not repeats from before, but repeat bands. Now, if you had time, you could have filled in your collection by shopping on eBay. Well, and one of the things I do too is like if I have vinyl records that came out, then I'll do a, a USB rip of them to my computer and then burn a CD of that. So I have a CD to listen to from the proper year. So this time I've got all the CDs all planned out. I've already got them all picked and I've got my spreadsheet got updated. And we go to the rental car place and we had to, you know, get a minivan because we're camping, so we need extra room to bring all of our equipment. And there's two minivans they let us pick from. And we look in the front, and neither there's of them some, have a CD player. Neither one. I'm devastated. And well, then we even start poking around other cars that they didn't offer to us to see if they had them, because then we we're going to go back up and ask to trade, but none of them have CD players. And one of them were smoky. So we so went with the not smoky, smoky one. But... The bummer was it was, like, brand new. Like, you oh, had, yeah. like, less than a thousand miles on it. Which is extra stressful. I'd rather rent a car that is like all banged up. Dent. Yeah. Because then what are they going to do? Like, they're not going to come. Unless you, like, get in a car accident. Because tip, always videotape around your rental car. If you've been listening to our show um, for any time at all, you would know one of the fight segments was Phil and I successfully got out... 
of having to pay extra for a damaged car Quote, because I took pictures, I took photographs. Because we didn't it. damage it. But now we've upgraded to video. Yeah. So you could really see it pop. But they were like trying to stick it to mm-hmm. us. They thought they had us. Oh nope. no. And I'll just spoiler alert on this one. Don't mess with us. We got to the end and they didn't. We didn't have any damage, fortunately, so we're okay. And Phil had to return it without me. I did. So. That was stressful because I I need you to like help argue with me. But we're a good team. We'll wear anybody down. Well, so anyway, to continue the bit beforehand, I was all bummed, and Janelle was like, I was dri- You know, we drove one car there, and then I was going to drive the rental mm-hmm. car off. You were going back to your car. And I was sitting in there, like, all sad. I'd already brought Mm -hmm. the CDs with me to listen to on the way back. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, looking at the thing. Because I was trying to figure out, like, well, they've got an auxiliary input. So maybe I could just bring my old disc man in the car. Yeah, he was going to bring his disc man. And just bring a bunch of batteries and just have to, like, keep it going. delightful for it. So I was messing around with the panel up there to see, like, you know, how I could do that. And I found this button that says load. Which was weird, because I didn't know what that did. And I pressed load, and all of a sudden, the panel opens up like a transformer. Like, I am driving Optimus Prime. And, and it folds down and then comes out, and all of a sudden, the, the like panel opens. Yeah, the, it's a screen, and the, the screen drops down and folds out and opens up, and behind it, there is a disc slot there to put CDs in. It was like the heavens open. It was. And the angels sang. Because I was, like, going to start out a trip. Like, I don't even know if I want to do this trip anymore. Yeah, I, like, like, seriously, that's Let's the just return the had. car. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is even going to work out. And then that happened. And we had CDs the whole time. And not only that, but the it was had a internet connection to Grace Note, so it would look up... Um, not you know not only the track listing and the title which most CDs have in there but it also would bring up a little picture of the cover art mm. if it had it which is pretty great <laughs> had controls on the steering wheel oh yeah controls on, in fact i had to like readjust mm. to the controls on our car cuz it's on a different part of the steering yeah. wheel so i keep tapping the back of our steering wheel where it's not so all you big um motor companies that listen to our podcast make sure you still put discs Discs That's all I want. Your car. I don't care what the car Who is. Who cares got a CD. if you can load, you know, a million songs on a phone? No. Do you have Phil access have to it. all the liner notes so that I can reference Phil each will one? Not have it. Nope. How many liner notes did you read? What do you think I'm doing in the car while you're in the grocery store or something? Or when you make me go in instead of go through the drive-through? Yeah. <laughs> then I pull out whatever CD we're doing and read the liner notes real quick. You think I don't read the liner notes? I know you do, but I didn't know you did on vacation, too. Absolutely. I'm going through each one. I'm looking at what came out that year. I'm looking at the liner notes. I'm finding out who was involved in the I was project. really happy for you, though, since it was your birthday trip. Yes. I It made all the difference. Because there have been trips where you, like, haven't had a CD player, but you haven't planned to... The extent you well, planned. Well, I always plan, but the only one I think that we ever didn't have a CD player was, well, in Europe. Denmark. Denmark, but we did have one in Italy. Mm-hmm. But is that the only one, or was there like, I feel like maybe there's like one there other one. I feel like there was one on the East Coast. Yeah. That was real bummer. But it was all okay. It worked out. So I was like, I'll love the songs on my phone, babe. It's not the same. And he wouldn't have it. 
They even had a little spot right behind the center console where I could put the CDs. Because they had like a big kind of basket tub thing mm-hmm. I brought them in. So they didn't have to be down by your feet. Oh, yeah. I hate it when they're down by my feet. I know. I know. It's irritating. <sighs> so it turned out great. And the rest of the trip was fun. Yeah. That's, that's all we're going to do. <laughs> so, um... Did we t- ever talk about Audrey and the spelling bee and stuff? Because um, we rented the car before the spelling bee. That's bean. true. Well, Audrey went in the spelling bee. I know we talked about her going into it. Yeah, but I don't think we... I don't did. think we actually said. She came in second, second place, place for her for grade. Third grade. Or fourth grade. Fourth She's grade. in fourth grade yeah. now. So, she did really well. She, she made it like six rounds in. Yeah, was it? further than she did. I think two rounds further than she did yeah. before. So she was happy. So she did a great job, and Luke got his, uh, you know, participate like what was the alternate was participation thing, award? So, so it was good. So, Yay! So after we took off from Palm Springs, we headed out to Phoenix, spent a night um, with our friends, Jebony, Jebony, Jebonezra, Jebonezra. Um, our good friends, the Edwards, and they let us crash at their place. Yeah, apparently it's really expensive to stay in in Phoenix during spring break because of spring training. Yeah. Which is a baseball thing, apparently. Isn't it football? No. Even we know that. (laughs) I was just kidding. I wanted to make the listeners yell at their radio. Although, Jeff, we were, like, driving by and there was a big tall net by the... Freeway, and we're like, oh, there's like a baseball training thing there. Well, that's Jeff's what like, Google, it's golf. Google it's, said it's a golf thing. You're like, no, I think I think it's baseball. He's like, don't argue. Ah! <laughs> so so um, it was fun seeing them and catching up with them. Ooh, and we brought our switch on the trip, oh, and they had their switch, cool. and we both had Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party, and we. We're we able interacted. to do, yeah, we, cause they have a thing where if you put the two systems together, you could do like different games that involve those where the thing crosses from one side to the other. And, um, Ezra was really good at the banana one. Yeah. And we have not yet hung out with someone else that has that game and both had our switches at the same time. So it was fun to do. It was fun. After that, we went to Saguaro. 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 Saguaro National Park. That was our first national park of the trip that we got in for free because of Audrey's fourth yes. grade pass. And Junior Rangers. And that was really great. Like, yet another national park that definitely that earned. so gorgeous. And there's so many saguaros. It's and crazy. And I didn't know they were so huge. Yeah. Like, from the freeway, you can't tell how massive they are. They're really huge. Um, we enjoyed ourselves there, and... Then we went to Old Tucson. Now, this was just a delightful romp. This is a place um, outside of Tucson, as you can probably tell. Um, It's a movie studio slash ghost town type of thing. There's been hundreds of basically westerns, etc., shot at this place since the late 30s, right? Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly. Um, Tons of movies starring The Duke. John Wayne, <laughs> or maybe oh, it's just like, Duke. Hubba, bubba. You said it's just Duke. Just Duke, yeah. Well, the guy, there was a guy that works there that like actually worked with them. So he was like telling people stories. And everybody was lined up to talk to him. But the main reason we want to go there, so they they have some a few small rides, 
Uh, one really awesome, like, haunted, haunted shack. shack. Or it was, like, a haunted mine shaft walkthrough attraction. Phil ha- well, the kids didn't want to do it. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Too scary for him. But I went, and there were like five people on my tour. How many people were on your tour? I was the tour? only one. So it was just me and her, like the, the girl doing like, and they read their script off of like their phone and like use their light. And, and she w- doesn't even stop for you. She just goes, da 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 da. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Like, seriously amazing. But so they have a few rides and they have like, like, they do a, a tour, you know, of, like, the, the sets and stuff. They have a stunt show. They've got some musical performances and stuff. So, it's sort of, like, think, like, Universal Studios on a lot smaller scale. Right. But actually, really, like, high-quality production yeah. stuff. The actors were really good. Yeah, the, the singers, singers were great. Were the stunt show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main reason that we wanted to go there is because what movie did they shoot there? We are the three. Yes, Three Amigos. Three and, I mean, obviously not every part. Some of the stuff was shot in in studios and whatever on a set. But the stuff they did there, the external part for the the big city they go to in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, which I can't think of the name. I don't even know if we know the name. But where the bar is, they sing My Little Buttercup at, like the external stuff for that. The church where they're showing the, um, the silent film of the mm-hmm. Three Amigos is there. And pr- I think a few other little things like that. Um, some of it burned some down. Some of it, yeah. Some of the sets burned down in like the 90s. So not all of it's still there. But that stuff was still standing. Um, so pretty awesome. Really, actually really recommend it. Like it was it was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought it was going to be a lot hokier than it was. And it actually was pretty good. It was great. There's still some good cheese. But, you know. Yes. It was a good balance. Um, after that, we headed to um, El Paso, which was actually in well, New Mexico. Well, we stayed like right over the border on the New like, Mexico you side. You could like one side of the street was New Mexico. Yeah, like we went to the grocery store down the street in Texas. Yeah, um, and then well, that the, was just kind of a jumping. Well, off. Well, you skipped an important part here. On the drive from Tucson out there, we're going along, and Janelle looks on the... Oh, my gosh, I did. On Google. I forgot about this. And, like, the freeway, there's an accident, and there's, like, a big backup, and so it sends us on this, like, you know, kind of... Like, south. ...side highway to the south, and it's literally driving right along the border of Mexico. Mexico. Like, you can see the fence, and you can look over and see the buildings on the Mexico side, right? And I would tell Phil, I'm like, okay... That's Mexico. That's Mexico right there, like yeah. it's right there, and and um, Luke has never been to Mexico outside my womb. I went yes, when I was we pregnant. Went when you were pregnant. Audrey was very little when she went last, and I brought her passports just we're in like, case. Let's, let's find a place to go to Mexico. Just we couldn't take the rental car over, so it had to be somewhere we could park and walk and walk. And so you you looked it up, found a spot at Las Palomas. Mm-hmm. And they had a little parking area there. There's a little pedestrian A little spot. pedestrian walkway. And we, like, <laughs> we, like, went through, like, their um, customs. And we were, like, waiting in line. And they're, like, yeah. Do you, do you need something? Do you need something? We're like, oh, we want to go. And they're, like, just, just go. go. Like, you're here. Like, there was, it was so easy. So, like, of course, come in. We went to the pink store, which 
that lady was amazing. And well, yeah, because you looked up, like, because we wanted to do something where we could walk to a shop, shop or something, you know, so we could do something yeah. there. They gave us free beverages. They gave us a free pinata. Free pinata. And, and then we bought, like, some little treats some for the kids, and we you got a bag. And they really loved Luke. Yes. Well, we both, found this in Europe, too. Yeah. Like, they just, little boys. they love their little boys. <laughs> but both Audrey and Luke got to use some of their the Spanish, Spanish that they've been they learning, really and up. she, like, absolutely loved she that. She was just... So, um, that was super great. Like, so cool. And uh, now Luke's been in Mexico. Yeah. And we that were only there for, like, an so hour or something. easy, right? Like, yeah. And then coming back, um, back into the United States was, took a little longer, but. And we had to show our passports, but that was it. That like, was it. I, and they said, well, we're going to I didn't bring- even get my face crossed out like I usually no, do when no. I'm at the airport. Well, and they said, what are you bringing back? And we're like, a pinata and some things. And they're like, okay. That was it. That was it. So, it was so cool, though. I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. Um, you were impressed because um, we were walking the wrong way to get back, uh-huh. and this guy came over to us. And spoke to you in Spanish. And, I mean, it, it wasn't much, but he was like, I'm not going to say it now because it's embarrassing, but he was basically saying, are you looking for the exit, like Salida, you know, and I was uh-huh. like... Oh yeah, and I like this way. But you and he's spoke like, to him in Spanish. I did, but it's embarrassing, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's over here, and he's like, yeah, it's over that way. I'm like, oh, thank and you. I was like, oh, oh. it's much we, better than my sucre, sucre. I mean, it's not much, and I, I've always had a hard time. I know Spanish pretty well. I can read it really well, but it's intimidating to speak it. And I, I can do it just enough, but I'm I always like hesitant. Yeah, everybody, it if it's not their first language. Um, but it was enough to, cause he was coming up and talking. I think you were like freaked out cause you didn't know what he was telling us. Well, he came up to us really fast and you know, like you think you're in a foreign country and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't. Yeah, you know, he was know. just like, where are you looking for the exit? Like it's, it's over there. Helpful. Everybody's so nice, like, wherever we go. We must look like nice people. I guess. Or maybe people are just nicer than people give people credit for. Yeah. That's probably more it. Because, I mean, every person that we encountered on this, I mean, I'm not talking about the people dangling over the edge of the cliff. but they were dumb. So many great people. (laughs) So that was really cool. We went to Mexico. Luke's been to Mexico now. And it was a new Mexican state for us. It was Chihuahua. Which we've never actually been we have to. Not so none of us cool. have. And speaking of that, Luke and Audrey went to New Mexico, uh, which was a new state for them on this trip. Which brings them up to forty. Uh, yeah, forty. That's right, forty states of the United States. And we planned our trip this summer, and it will make it will make me tight with you. Yeah, it'll bring you up to forty eight. I'll be at forty eight because I'm at forty seven right now. It'll bring one new state for me, it'll bring us up to 48, and it'll bring the kids up to 45. Yep. So, but that's, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We're still down in Texas. So then we went to, um... Guadalupe Mountains. Guadalupe Mountains National Park, which... Is in Texas. uh, There's mountains, like really huge mountains. In Texas. That are gorgeous, like clouds, like beautiful clouds surround the top of them, you could camp right up against them. Pine trees. And we chose this walk that we did there, which was, um, 
It was the, up to the devil, hiker's steps and the de- devil's, devil's hall. hall. These amazing, like, geologic formations. It looks like man-made. Yeah, people yeah. are asking, like, oh, is that like a man-made structure? No, it's just a natural thing. It's beautiful. So, absolutely gorgeous. Um, we camped there for three nights. And that was super great. It was great. And we saw javelinas, wild javelinas. We saw deer on this trip. We saw elk at one mm-hmm. point. Um, we saw of- those sheep things. Oh, yeah. Um, they're, they're not bighorn sheep. sheep. No, they were sheep. But they're not bighorn sheep. They're Barbary sheep. Barbary. Anyway, we saw a lot of great animals. And then um, we went to Carlsbad. Yes. We talked about that a bit. 750 feet into the ground. Well, that's what the elevator does. But we actually went further. Further. We went down from there, and then we also walked from the bottom all the way up to the the natural entrance. We were the only people other than rangers the entire day that did this. And uh, it was great. It's like a mile and a half, but it climbs 800 feet during that mile and a half. I was exhausted, but it felt good to accomplish that. It was amazing. And then we did... Like a mile and a half loop down at the bottom where mm-hmm. you go down because they have a huge area where you can do you just self guided. The, the caves by yourself, it's pretty crazy. I cannot tell you how awesome this place was. Like, I it, can't believe I've not seen it. They before. said in the tour, like, I know that you've heard of this place and you've dreamt about it, but it's not going to be like it's going to be beyond your wildest dreams, and it really is. Like, it's one of those places where pictures don't do it justice. Not remotely. You have to go. Like, the massiveness. Like, you don't know how big those stalactites and stalagmites are until you're uh, well, and just with like, them. Like, the depth of it. like, And then the the remnants of the early explorer guys that were going through there with their, their little, like... Makeshift ladders. That you're dropping, like, you know, 700... Well, not 700, like 70 feet down on these little, like, ladders that were literally made of sticks and barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And they go down 70 feet dangling in open space. Yeah. And they have, like, the remnants of those laying in mm-hmm. there. Crazy. And I think the largest room was something, like, from the top to the bottom, the largest gap was, was like, 350 feet or something like that. Yeah. In one space, in the earth. Oh, just amazing. And, um... It was amazing to see the different formations and the water that's still there. Yeah. And Some of the formations still growing. The bat poop. There was bat poop. It was very stinky. Although the bird, the bird poop was what was really oh, the stinky. The bird poop was stinky. Because the bat poop is kind of further down into the cave. Yeah. So. It was delightful. Now from there we went on up and we did a quick stop along the way at Roswell. Roswell. We went and ate at the uh, McDonald's shaped like a UFO. Funny story there. Phil walks up and goes, do you have anything special here? And she's like. Like unique to this location. She's like, no. I mean, just typical McDonald's stuff. And you're like, so that green chili burger? And she's like, oh, they don't have that everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, they have green chili burgers there. Yeah. So you got a green chili burger. That's pretty good. They like their chili burgers. Yeah. And, And we're not talking like. Chili, like... No, like a big green chili. Yeah, it's like... And chili chili sauce. Adobo or something? Yeah, adobo sauce. It's on everything. on it. That was good. A lot of great alien stuff there. We just stopped. I could have spent... And Rachel 
messaged me and said she wants to go on a trip with us to Roswell. Oh, I would so just stay there for several days. We want to sure. like definitely explore that town more. Um, then we stayed at a suite in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque. But really, we spent a lot of our time in Santa Fe and the mountains yeah. north of Santa Fe. We went treasure hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool thing. You can look this up. This guy named Forrest Fenn, two R's and two N's. Um, he was, uh, he, well, he still is still alive. He's an art dealer and collector and amateur archaeologist and basically amassed a great amount of wealth and decided he wanted to well he, he got sick he, he was diagnosed with cancer and decided he wanted to to leave a buried treasure and write he wrote a poem and came up with this puzzle basically and hid this treasure out in the wilderness and put the poem out there well mm-hmm. the amazing thing is that he went into remission the treatment was successful he's still alive to this day and he i think this is what 11 years ago now something like that and the treasure's still out there still there um, and so we bought his book and we looked up the clues and we went and tried to explore and find it. Now we're still here. So obviously we didn't find it yet, but, uh, maybe we did. Maybe. And we're just going to live our lives like normal. I'm not going to tell anyone. Uh, but the treasure is supposedly worth over a million dollars. We did not find it, but we did go on a really pretty hike. Yes. And that's one of the things he said is that part of the reason he wanted to do it is to get families out into nature and enjoying the wilderness out there and stuff. And we really did enjoy it. Not that we needed that as motivation to do so, but... We have a couple more um, treasure hunts planted out. Yeah. Planned out because... Uh, we got some more. We got some things. We're not some give more away. solves. Yeah, we have some solves. We watched a bunch of like YouTube videos and read blogs and stuff of the people that are like, because there's, there's people who've like really gone bankrupt and given their yeah, whole life people that have moved this. here, moved there, and gave up everything just to search for this treasure. Ten years, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they talk about is their solutions or potential solutions to the puzzle. They call solves. Well, I got to solve for this puzzle, and I'm like, instead of a, it's solution. a solution. There's already a noun for that, but it's not a solution. Well, it's a potential solution. They didn't find it. Yes, but it's a potential. If you say I came up with a solution, yeah. it might be an incorrect solution, but it's still a solution. That's true. A solve is a nothing because a solve solve is a verb. Yeah, we Phil and I picked up the lingo. Yeah, so if you hear us talking about a solve, now you know what we mean. <laughs> But we went and looked in Valles Caldera. Caldera. Yeah, which is an extinct volcano. And it was beautiful. And it was all snowy. Yeah. Again, huge mountains up in New Mexico. Like like trees, pine trees, mountains, lakes, rivers. It's gorgeous. Um, Also, while we were in Santa Fe, what else did we do? We went to Meow Wolf. Here's the funny part. Phil was like, oh, we'll only spend a couple hours at Meow Wolf. I mean, it's like an art museum. And we stayed from when it opened, and we had to wait in line for an hour to get in. So we got there at nine. That's how crazy it was when it opened to it closed. 8 p.m. Almost 12 hours that we were at that place. So... So cool. Meow Wolf is to interactive art museums as Carlsbad Caverns is to caves. Mm -hmm. It is the ultimate experience and something that pictures and descriptions could never do justice. No. But basically, 
It's this place where there was an art collective and they all put together and collaborated and made this thing. It's like one part children's museum, like with interactive displays. You can touch everything. One part like art museum with all kinds of different art displays. One part room escape. Uh-huh. Uh where there's puzzles and like all kinds of storylines to figure out and stuff. And like one part, choose your own adventure, which I think they say is good because you walk into this building with no instructions and you can go any direction you want to. And every direction is amazing. It was, it was so fun. And it was so like, like nothing you've ever seen. No. And they're opening them all in, I think they're opening a ride in Denver. They're opening one in Las Vegas. They're opening one in Washington, D.C. And Phoenix. We're sold. We're going to them all. all. And it was worth every penny. Like, we bought the 3D glasses. And it wasn't that much. It was for all four of us. It was like a little over 100 bucks for the whole day. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we're not talking like super, super expensive, but the experience there i mean it you gotta check out the youtube video that'll give you like a little a hint of it but it's nothing like being there it's not like anything you might have seen on facebook it was my aunt who told us about it did my aunt go to it i don't know if she went or not but she's the one that first told us about it and the forest fen treasure for that yeah so amphigi if you went right in and tell us about your experience there because um, I know it was a, f- a couple of years ago. She yeah. didn't like when it first started. Well, and they, they update some of the displays and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's so much to do in there. This is You might have seen the video on Facebook. This is the place where you're in a house and there's, like, a it kitchen. Normal, and you open the fridge and there's a bright light and you can walk into the fridge. And then in there there's, like, a portal to different dimensions. dimensions. And then you open the dryer, but it's actually a slide. You f- yeah. Oh. And then there's so much stuff. Like, I wouldn't even want to spoil it. I want you just to go there and experience, experience it. it. Yeah, but I don't want to give stuff so away. so cool. So, so cool. And definitely get the glasses. They're like a dollar extra and it's worth and it. And next time there's an app that's like five bucks. Yeah. That we want to get next time. We're glad the first time we didn't get it. Because you kind of experience it more organically. Yeah. But then the, it, the app helps time, you uncover more yeah, of the mysteries that you Next time we'll get the app. So cool. So after we left Santa Fe, we went to our fourth uh, national park, which was Petrified Forest National Park. The kids, the junior rangers at all of them, by and the way. I kid you not, national parks are national parks for a reason. Yeah. There has never been a national park we've been to, and we calculated on this trip. Yeah, but now I can't remember. I wrote it down. You're in the 20s. I think I'm at like 29 or something now. I'm at like... 27. And the, the kids, kids are, are like 19, I 19. think. Something like so that. So we've been to quite a few. Never been to a national park. We're like, oh, why'd they make this yeah. a national park? Well, it's funny because sometimes, like, as you first enter, you're like, okay, it's pretty. But there's but always a moment where you're like, like, whoa. What? I get it. Now. And all of them on the saguaro. The uh, Guadalupe Mountains, Carlsbad mm-hmm. Caverns, and then Petrified Forest. Like, and the same thing where, like, when you first pull in there, you're like, okay, okay, it's pretty desert and stuff. But part of it has, like, the Arizona painted desert, mm-hmm. which is just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And then all the petrified wood and stuff is just And the big so chunks cool. of it. Huge rock formations and everything. It's just We had to amazing. rush through that one because it was a long driving day. Yeah. And 
we want to go back. I would, yeah. You can't camp in the park there, but there's places nearby. There's actually a wigwam motel nearby that we want to go back. I can't believe we didn't know. I know. Phil and I started a little note on our phone of, like, the little towns we want to go back to and stay in their motels. Because I think we want to do... Because there's other national forests and things along the way. Other caves. We were saying that we could do this whole like loop again, but do all different stuff on it and it would be a completely Except different for Meow Wolf. But we go back to Meow Wolf. And maybe Carlsbad kind of. <laughs> um so then we went from there and we stayed at Grand Canyon. That's where we did our Grand Canyon. We camped there for two nights. And I think unless you're planning on doing a big hike down to the bottom, two nights is a pretty good time. Like, we got there, we set up, we had a full day to experience it. On the second day, we spent a little more time, like, hiking, and then we took off from there. And I feel like that was good, because you you get to see, you know, the village, the top part, most of it is there just to serve looking over the edge. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of trails inland. I want to go to the north and the west, because the west is on a reservation. Yeah. Um, That's where they have, they that, have glass that big viewing glass thing. viewing thing, and then I although that is where the people died. Yeah, but, but it's the same it's thing. It's just because they're dumb. They didn't die on the glass thing. They died because they walked to the edge <laughs> of a cliff. And then on the north rim um, is National Park. Yeah, and the kids earn their South Rim Junior Ranger badge, but you have to go there to get, to the, get the North, north rim. rim Junior Ranger badge. But wouldn't you agree that was a good amount of time? Like, oh, I was we. Aside from, you know, going down all the way into the canyon, we got pretty much saw everything you can see from the easily accessible parts. Right. You know, in those couple of days. Right. Three days, whatever. Okay. So then we went to Laughlin on our anniversary. Yes. Our 16th wedding anniversary. And we kind of, I mean, we love Laughlin. We do that every Thanksgiving. We kind of just needed a place to break up the long drive the back. Drive. It would have been too long of a yeah. drive. So we so. decided, well, let's do that. That'll be fun. And it's always cheap hotels there. So we stayed at the Laughlin River Lodge and had a good old time. We walked the river walk and went to Saltgrass. Yeah, which is really expensive, but good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. For our anniversary, I allowed us to go to like a fancy sit down. You allowed us. Well, the rest of the trip, most of the trip, we did groceries and, you know, prepared our own food and stuff, but I was like, I guess for our anniversary, we can have steaks. It was like (laughs) an epic trip, and I was telling people beforehand, like, I mean, it, it doesn't sound amazing, but now, like... No, I'd put this up with any other spring break trip we've done. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Just because we didn't get there by airplane doesn't mean, like... It's just, we can't help it. We live so close to all this amazing stuff. Plus, we went international. We went to five different Mm -hmm. states and two different countries. We did all this stuff. Went to five national parks and Meow Wolf. Yeah. It It was so fun. And everybody who was following along with our adventure was, like, captivated by it. And it... It wasn't it. It was really good. Yeah. So, it was fantastic. Every bit as amazing as all our other exciting trips. Well, real quick, we did see a couple movies while we were gone. So let's talk about movies real quick. Movie time. 
So, well, the first movie you took the kids to see was Wonder Park while I finished my teaching yeah. conference. Now, Wonder Park is an animated movie, and you may have seen trailers for it. The first trailer that came out, like, like mind-blowing. Tearjerker. I, it's got that, like, cool new version of uh, Wonderful World. It's a wonderful, wonderful world. And beautiful. And I was like, I don't, I, I have to see this movie. The second trailer that came out was like, what? <laughs> We're a wacky animal movie. And looks, <laughs> you know, it looked like one of those, you know, that I probably didn't really care if we saw or not. And then it fell somewhere. And I would say it fell squarely in between. Like, it was actually way better than that second trailer would have led you to believe. Um, it, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't quite as completely magical all the way through, but it did have some of that feel to it, though. It was very, very cool and imaginative and, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, it was it was definitely worth the watch, and the kids enjoyed it a lot. So, that was fun. We also saw, with the kids, Dumbo. Dumbo, Dumbo, Dumbo. What do you think of Dumbo. I thought it was interesting seeing it right after reading the kids the book, The One and Only Ivan. The most depressing, like, kid book ever. Seriously. That book is so depressing. And I thought Dumbo was, like, a more upbeat version of little, it. Although Dumbo lighter. came out, like, way before. Well. And not this version. This though. version of it, yeah. So. Because they do address, you know, like, the animals in captivity to a certain mm-hmm. degree. But there's, like, some... Because, basically, the one and only Ivan would lead you to believe that every human being is scum. Yeah. Like, it's just completely horrible. Whereas this, you know, there's some people that care about animals and other people that don't. Mm-hmm. And there's some struggle there and whatever, you know. But also, I, I liked it. I thought it was a really good reimagining of it. It was Tim very Tim Burton-y. Burton-y. Very Danny Elfman-y music. And, uh... Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. I loved it. Michael Keaton was great. Michael Keaton was wonderful. Is, is it, it raining? raining? It might be raining outside. Huh. Anyway, I like Dumbo. I think it was good. The kids enjoyed it a lot. Um, we also went and saw Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase. I she saw that in, what, Albuquerque, right? Um, it was Albuquerque, the one AMC there. And... This is a movie that I didn't even know was coming out until, like, right when we went on our yeah. trip. Very, like, under the radar. It reminded me of, like, a Veronica Mars. Yeah, a little more kid-oriented Veronica Mars. Yeah. yeah. And um, very indie. Like, a lot of, like, close-up camera angles. Yeah. Uh, but good quirky. story. It was quirky. There was some development of the characters that we wish developed a little more. Yeah, a couple really of, like, narrative characters. things that were a little off. But, you know, whatever. It was fine. It was fine. I, I think it could have used a little more baking in the oven, possibly. So to speak. I like, I like that analogy. Do you? Uh-huh. Do you? But it was still good. Me and the wrapping presents. Or on opening a present. <laughs> we're, we're just full of it today. And then Phil went and saw us. I actually went with Matt and saw it. So he could tell me if I could handle it. I think you can. It's so good. Us is the new movie by Jordan Peele, who did Get Out, and of course, Key and Peele, and the new Twilight Zone show. I have nobody to see it with. I want to see it again. It was so amazing. Now, it's definitely, you know, not for all audiences. It's an R-rated movie, just so you know, but... 
there's it's not too graphic. There's a few scenes what I can that I can tell you not to look at, and there's language. I mean, honestly, the bulk of it is language and just creepiness. Is really good though, really well done. It it so fits with like the Twilight Zone vibe that I can totally watched, see. Well, I fell asleep during that episode, yeah. but I need I need to finish the Twilight Zone. If you can handle a R rated scary movie, I definitely would think you would enjoy it. All right. Well, with that, one more segment, two more segments. Well, let's talk next uh, briefly about music. So, I already talked about my road trip uh, music selection, but one other important thing, um, the latest release from Popvox Music, my record label and yours. Yes. Has been released. R.B. Brown, um, his album is titled Six, and it is available now. It's so cool. If you didn't hear before the story behind it, this is R.B. Brown is from Australia. He was in a band called Sal Paradise um, that was on Tooth and Nell Records and Velvet Blue Music, and they released a couple albums like in the late 90s and early 2000s, and before that, there were a different band called The Crux, and they were in Australia too. Anyway, he's been involved in a lot of cool music over the years. He released one solo album, but he recorded this one in 1997, actually. It's been basically unheard for 22 years. Amazing. And through a course of events, I got to talking with him and found out about this like lost album, and he agreed to let us release it. So it's out now. Um, you can, If you look for R.B. Brown, R.B. together, and then Brown, um, we uh it's on iTunes, Google Play. Um You can buy a CD, buy, old school style. You can buy a CD from us at Popvox Music, um popvoxmusic.com in the store or uh CD Baby's got it, you know, wherever you find it. He's also got a a um Facebook page that you can look up. So very very exciting and um man, su- just super cool. Very good release. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. I do too. <laughs> And with that, after you buy the CD, listen to this final segment we're going to talk about, which is Teaching Talk. Mommy and Daddy is Teaching Talk. Teaching Talk. We kicked off our spring break trip, like we said, with um, me going to a conference. Well, it's called Q Conference, which stands for Computer Usage and Education. Ooh. Found out your dad went to it like back in the eighties, so it's been around wow. for a while. Probably different stuff. There. Different stuff. It was like back then. It was Oregon Trail and Number Crunchers, <laughs> yes. Number Munchers. All those little games we played as kids. Lo- Logos, Legos, Logo, Logo. Um. Anyway, lemonade stand. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it um was Teacher Comic Con. They had a floor. Where you had to stick together with people because the merchants would, like, bring you in and, you know, try to... I mean, they knew we were teachers and couldn't afford it, but they want us to bring it back to our administrators right. and get it for us. Um, so much free stuff. Like, I had a huge bag, so I was like, I don't know where I'm going to fit this because we are already on our trip. Um, 
It, but they also had, like, sessions, panels, if you will. It's panels, yeah. And it was funny because, like, these people aren't teachers. So they don't know how to, like, be engaging. So it was kind of like we were going to see this tech guy present about Google Maps, like, or Google Satellite, satellite images, or we're going to see the, per- the developer of this program, educational program, but they could probably use some, like, teaching, teaching, uh, training. But the one thing that was really cool is everybody shared their bit.ly to their presentation. So now I have all the information of all the sessions I went to and I could go through it like at my own pace. <laughs> Skip through. Yeah. Watch get it. The, the double time parts. But the big thing is, is they had a thing called escape the bus. They brought a room escape bus to the conference, and our team won first place at the whole conference. I would expect nothing less. They were so amazed by us. <laughs> I'm sure they were. They said they were. I believe it. But um, And then today I had to present about it at my staff meeting, and I told, <laughs> I told everybody, because I'm so humble, I said, so we did this thing called the room escape bus. Here's the link. I have no idea how much it is because they wouldn't share how much it was. But I said, but I think we can all agree my room escape is better. <laughs> so you guys don't need to worry about it. But somebody still wanted the link. I'm like, well, it's right here in my Bitly presentation. So <laughs> good luck because my room escape is stately the art. But I did say, yeah, I only do it for... Um, third and fourth graders so if another grade level wants to do a room escape they could bring the bus any takers i don't think the bus will be coming unless um i get tired of doing it (laughs) (laughs) well very cool that was fun it was nice to yeah good way to kick off the vacation it was a good way to kick off and you guys always get to take advantage of you know the hotel or the pool and stuff. The stuff I don't get a chance to, yeah. like, take advantage of. So. Pretty great. Yay. Well, thank you guys for joining us once again here at the Mandarian Orange Show. We uh, appreciate you listening. And um, we'll be back again very soon with another episode. Mm-hmm. Make sure you write us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Yes, please. And uh, tell us your thoughts and things about stuff. How many national parks have you been to? How many states have you been to? How many Mexican states have you been to? Canadian provinces? Canadian provinces and countries overall. Let's get some stats there. I'd like to find out how our listeners fare. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm at 27. Three? Mexican states? No, we've been more than that. I think we said six. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about Sonora. Well, and also on the cruise, remember, we went to different ones mm-hmm. there. So, anyway, quite a few. Oh, yeah. We hit, like, three different ones. Yeah, so I'm saying. And then one on the other side. Yeah, in fact, it might even be more than six. I'm, I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but. And then five? What? Provinces? No, we've been to more than that. We did four just on the one last summer. We've been to, to let's see, six provinces. 
seven, eight, nine, no, seven provinces. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We haven't been to Alberta, Saskatchewan, Ontario, or Newfoundland. So we've been to six. We're going to Ontario this summer. And then. No, we went to Alberta. We haven't been to Manitoba. We did go to Alberta. Phew. How many states? 43 states. As of now. In 10 or 11 countries? Well, more than that. We went to 10 just on our Europe trip. You're definitely not giving yourself enough credit. 13? Something like that. Well, more than that, too, actually. Because on the cruise. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that counts. I'll tell you what. Let's count them up and write them down so you can give some accurate information. Okay. I'll have my stats ready next All right, time. That's good. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.